0: Group six's discussion about creativity and imagination began with each of the members giving their initial understanding of these two terms and the part they play in the education systems. Natasha made the first post. She spoke about how imagination and creativity are innate in young children in particular, and it's through their free play that we can witness this. She also mentioned that she believes it's essential that teachers harness their own creativity and imagination in order to create lessons for students that are actually engaging. I strongly agree with this point. I think that teachers are initially struggling with the understanding of how to be creative and imaginative themselves and therefore cannot make their classrooms creatively engaging. Andrew made a very interesting point next that most state education curriculums make it hard to implement and assess work which is of a higher creative level as they set out exactly what is to be taught, and that essentially the method, delivery, and type of assessment is up to the individual educator themselves. But we need to find out but we tend to find most teachers taking the safe, low risk option of a one task fits all. Andrew finished with a fantastic quote from Picasso All children are artists. The problem is how to remain an artist once he grows up. After the first week's prescribed readings, we all came up with our own definitions of creativity and imagination. Andrew believed to be creative was having the ability to produce something original that is valued. In particular, from the art education text, he commented on the fact that the author says creativity is more than problem-solving. It provides connection between the imagination and actually producing something. His discussion on his two definitions got me thinking, after he said, "'Imagination is intrinsic in every human.' I began to think, how can you differentiate between each person's imagination if we are all imaginative? I believe that it is the degree in which each person utilises and expresses their imagination which makes them different from the next. My definition after the first week was, imagination is a natural characteristic of humans in which they can form a mental image of something. Natasha posed a question for us all to think about. Can something be deemed creative if the students created it as a variation of something else? For example, a student thinks up a toy car design of their own. However, it is similar to that of another, but they have never seen it before. Natasha said, yes, this is creativity. I too agree with this. If the student has a stimulus, the toy car, to come up with a new design for their own, then I believe their design can be considered an original and creative idea. Week 2 presented us with the opportunity to talk about our own experiences with creativity and imagination. Both Natasha and I shared stories of our own in regards to Ken Robinson's The Element. Natasha was told she would never be anything more than a C-grade student by her primary school teacher. However, she saw this as a challenge as she entered high school. Her first report card displayed nothing lower than an A. Through this experience, she knows she does have aptitude and she finds and she has most definitely found her element. She has never had so much passion for anything like she does for teaching. Andrew found that after the Ken Robinson reading, he too agreed with Natasha that creativity involves finding your passion combined with aptitude. After reading both of their posts, I told the group about my element, dancing, and how I found my passion for this, along with the opportunities that were presented to me and how they allowed for so much enjoyment and positive attitude. I believe it was dance that led me down another step into my pathway, going from loving to teach dancing to realizing that teaching it itself, the teaching itself, was something I wanted to study and pursue even further. Week three poses us with the defin- the differentiation between creative teaching, teaching creativity, and creative learning. Both Natasha and I found the reading by Lucas very interesting and quite opposing to Sir Ken Robinson's definition of creativity. Lucas says. "'Creativity is a state of mind "'in which all of our intelligences are working together. "'It involves seeing, thinking and innovating. "'Although it is often found in the creative arts, "'creativity can be demonstrated in any subject at school "'or in any aspect of life.'" Natasha thought, "'The issue is that creativity can and has been defined in many ways "'and different definitions and understandings of creativity "'are relevant and appropriate in different situations.'" I couldn't agree more. In particular, I enjoyed the part where Lucas spoke of how inspire, uninspiring the classroom environment can be for students, and perhaps if we did provide creatively supportive classrooms, then students are more likely to thrive as creative individuals. I think the main problem these days, like Lucas said, is that schools are resistant to change, and although they may not realise it, the architecture, for instance, does indeed affect the students' learning, particularly their creative learning. Natasha shared with us a reading she found by David J. Brinkman. She talked of how the author discussed the idea that there is a difference between what he calls Big C and Little C creativity. He feels that Big C creativity occurs in those people who are what, who what he calls icons in their field, and Little C creativity is the everyday creativity that everybody experiences. She found this idea interesting, but also thought that for teachers who think like that, they may be trapped into valuing some students' creativity more than others. One thing that really stuck in my mind after the reading was Lucas's quote, Creative people were happy to experiment, to take risks and to make mistakes. It involves seeing, thinking and innovating. I like how he suggests that through any subject you can demonstrate creativity and produce creative work. It's not only the creative subjects such as dance and drama. That's all from Group 6 for Module 1.